Sloopy, right? Thanks for joining me on the Meg Ellison Show. Appreciate it very much. That's a good song. I just don't know who Sloopy is. All right, as promised, I'm going to share Congressman Mike Gallagher's op-ed that was published in the Wall Street Journal uh, just last week. Why? This is what it's... This is... It's what it's entitled. Blah, blah. Spit it out, Meg. Why I voted against the Alejandro Mayorkas impeachment, which I disagree with. But I'm going to share with you why he says he voted against. All right. So the byline in this op-ed says, Ousting a cabinet secretary for maladministration would have opened Pandora's box. The real problem is Biden. All right. So here we go. Congressman Mike Gallagher. And again, This was published in the Wall Street Journal. I didn't write it. Don't shoot the messenger, but I'll give you, obviously, I'll give you an opportunity to react as soon as I share it, which you can find on his congressional website, too. It's it's out there. You don't have to have a a, uh, subscription to the Wall Street Journal. Here we go. Congressman Gallagher. President Biden has created a disaster at our southern border. In his first 100 days in office, Mr. Biden halted border wall construction ended President Trump's successful remain in Mexico policy and implemented a catch and release regime. Homeland Secretary, oh my gosh, hello. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is faithfully implementing the president's ruinous policies, which are contributing to immense human suffering, placing a massive financial burden on states and cities and threatening our national security. His performance has been a disgrace. The first article of impeachment lays out in grueling detail Mr. Mayorkas's manifest incompetence, but incompetence doesn't rise to the level of high crimes or misdemeanors. Proponents of impeachment concede the framers rejected the idea that policy disputes or maladministration constitute grounds for impeachment. They argue instead that Mr. Mayorkas's under-enforcement goes beyond maladministration, even though it doesn't reach the level of a criminal offense. Their primary evidence is a 2021 memo signed by Mr. Mayorkas ordering immigration officials to consider more than illegal aliens' criminal history when determining which ones should be detained and removed. They cite district and circuit court decisions that the order contained in this memo was against the law even though the Supreme Court reversed those rulings in U.S. v. Texas in 2023. They cite Justice Samuel Alito's Alito's dissent in that case to claim Mr. Mayorkas broke the law. But overturned and dissenting decisions have no legal force. Further, the majority in Texas affirms the longstanding precedent that the President and Homeland Security Secretary have great discretion in enforcing border laws. And if we are to make under enforcement of the law, even egregious under enforcement, impeachable, almost every cabinet secretary would be subject to impeachment. The Treasury and State Department's non-enforcement of sanctions against Iran has emboldened a regime that is killing Americans in the Middle East. The defense secretary is clearly violating the Hyde Amendment by allowing defense travel funds to be used to facilitate abortions. These decisions, however, however reprehensible, aren't high crimes or misdemeanors, but would be impeachable under the new standard. 
Perhaps this is why we have never impeached a cabinet secretary except for criminal behavior. The person chiefly responsible for the chaos and devastation that has unfolded at the border is Mr. Biden, not Mr. Mayorkas. If Mr. Mayorkas were removed, his replacement would also implement Mr. Biden's disastrous border policies. You know, that's a really good point. I'm going to repeat it. If Mayorkas were removed, his replacement would also implement Mr. Biden's disastrous border policies. If anything, impeaching Mr. Mayorkas would absolve Mr. Biden of blame for his own policies. Proponents argue that impeachment is the only option Congress has left to hold the Biden administration accountable after U.S. v. Texas established that states don't have standing to sue the federal government for non-enforcement of immigration laws. That isn't true. The courts have signaled that through the legislative process, Congress can authorize states to sue. The articles of impeachment even tacitly admit there are other options available to Congress. The first article quotes Justice Brett Kavanaugh's majority opinion, which says there are political checks on the executive. Justice Kavanaugh conspicuously doesn't list impeachment. Instead, he outlines other tools Congress has, a list the impeachment articles lead when quoting the opinion. Justice Kavanaugh's list includes oversight, appropriations, lawmaking, Senate confirmations, and the biggest political check of all, elections. Congress should exhaust all these options to secure the border, including defunding ridiculous Biden administration priorities and regulations until he changes his border policies. The second article of impeachment accuses Mr. Mayorkas of failing to comply with multiple subpoenas and obstructing certain oversight efforts, actions that are shameful but not outside the norm for cabinet secretaries. House Democrats impeached Mr. Trump for the same actions. Unlike Democrats' rushed process against Mr. Trump, we should take Mr. Mayorkas to court to produce any information he is withholding and hold him in criminal contempt of Congress if he further stonewalls legitimate oversight. If he continues to obstruct, we should reconsider impeachment under a more tailored version of the second article. In 2019 and 2021, then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Congressional Democrats used impeachment as a weapon against Mr. Trump though they couldn't produce evidence he had committed a crime. It was a rushed, hyper-partisan process that lowered the bar for what constitutes, constitutes an impeachable offense. Republicans rightly railed against this effort and the dangers of a single-party impeachment, impeachment for unpopular decisions, impeachment for non-criminal acts, and impeachment for not complying with congressional subpoenas. Republicans should reject the Pelosi precedent, creating a new lower standard for impeachment, one without any clear limiting principle, wouldn't secure the border or hold Mr. Biden accountable. It would only pry open the Pandora's box of perpetual impeachment. This, 
again, from C- Congressman Mike Gallagher, Republican who represents Wisconsin's 8th Congressional District. He is the chairman of the House Select Committee, a China, actually chi- China Hawk, on strategic competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party. Okay. Now, I shared that because my philosophy, my mentality is that we arm ourselves with as much information as possible before we, well, start impugning our, our fellow Republicans. I wanted to give you that perspective as opposed to perhaps what maybe you hear from so, uh, an, another political or other political pundits that have, uh, well, I guess, Whatever kind of charges, whatever kind of name-calling, I don't roll with that on this show. That's just not how I am. If you'd like to comment on this or any any of the topics that we've discussed during the course of the morning, 715-845-2155 on the Meg Ellison Show. Uh, if you want to talk about something happy, do you, what, do you, what kind of plans do you have for Valentine's Day? I'd be curious to know. If, uh, well, it's Wednesday night, do most people wait until the weekend to go out? Or are you, uh, have you got uh, some, a hot date tonight at uh, your favorite, uh, I don't know, Valentine's restaurant, or as my, my youngest son used to say, Valentine's, 715-845-2155 on the Meg Ellison Show. Good morning, you're on with Meg. Hey, good morning, Meg. Morning. Happy Valentine's. Thank you. Right back at you. Uh, we have an epidemic of people who are being killed because of this uh, this border policy. We have over 100,000 people a year dying from the fentanyl. We have children and uh, adults that are being put into slavery because of this. Uh, this has cost us billions and billions of dollars. It's also going to lead to all kinds of, of unrest, um, civil unrest in, in the near future. Because uh, the fact that these people are being paid to be here illegally um, is, is creating all kinds of unrest. We, we don't have the money. We're $32 trillion in debt. I, I'm sick and tired of Republicans having an excuse for, for not doing every damn thing they possibly can to stop this border issue. And, and just, you know, I, I feel like Mike Gallagher is virtue signaling. And that, that just annoys me like you can't believe it's too bad the democrats aren't acknowledging the border crisis don't you think well some of them are some of them are starting to uh you know realize not, not, you know, nobody in the house did i mean it was completely on party lines yeah i know i mean i get this and you think you know, they're going to the do anything group, in the senate the, i mean that's the other thing too is you think you think the United States Senate is going to impeach Mayorkas? I mean, it's just, it, it, it irritates me that Democrats, I, I mean, and what about Democrat voters? How can they justify, I was talking with Glenn Grothman about this, how can they justify voting for any Democrat that doesn't take border security as seriously as we do? I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, do you think the, chil- you think the children that are being raped as we speak right now care about that? You think that they really, you know, uh, are worried that, you know, that this might damage the reputation of Republicans if they do something nasty back to, to you know, to this effort? I mean, my God, this is, this is literally killing Americans. This has recreated slavery in our country. 
and yet you're holding back because you you want a virtue signal. You want to say that you're going to take the high road, Mike Gallagher, oh, and you're going to have a good that. reputation. Did, did you hear what I just? Uh, uh, did you did you hear? I mean, because really, ultimately, where the blame falls, which I would agree with, is with Joe Biden. I mean, if you're going to impeach somebody, impeach Joe Biden. It it involves it. You know, he's just a puppet for the establishment. Anybody who is supporting Joe Biden and not taking the high road on this is responsible. I'm not. I'm sorry. You're not just going to put it on Joe Biden and say, "Oh, I'm going to wash my hands of all of this stuff because it was all Joe Biden's fault." The rest of the Democrats, oh, we're it's, you know we were just you know following orders. I mean, this is the type of crap I'm so tired of. You know, people are getting hurt, people are getting killed. This is destroying our country, and we have to stop it. We have to do whatever we can to stop this border issue, and they have no desire to do it. And so we have to be nasty about it. Okay, so I got a question for you. So if if uh, Mayorkas, you know, by some sort of, uh, I don't know, miracle is impeached in the Senate, um, who gets to appoint his replacement? You know, I, I don't care about his replacement, quite honestly. They're, they're going to do anything they can to be as nasty as they can until they take power away. And when, when they start to get their power taken away, they're going to be even more nasty. They're going to turn all these immigrants against us and burn down our cities. That's what's going to happen. That's what's on the horizon here. Okay? And so I'm not worried about, you know, who, whoever, as long as they're in power, they're going to do nasty, stupid things because that's who they are. You know, and, and so what I'm worried about is, is sending a message that we're not going to tolerate it. And if you put somebody else back in there and they do the same thing, we're going to impeach him again. And I don't care about the reputation. I care about our country surviving. All right. Well said, Lewis. I hope that uh, you're pulled over on the side of the road or you're in a safe place right now. But, uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I wish, that, well, first of all, I wish that we didn't have Joe Biden in, as president because he selected his cabinet. And, you know, as far as I, I'm concerned, I wish they'd all go. I wish I, I wish they'd all be, they, they would have no power. But sadly, I, you know, and I, I even think about, um, I mean, that's why elections have such grave consequences. And that's why we have to be so strategic about who we choose, even in the primaries, so that when we, when the, whomever uh, uh, emerges as the victor in the primary, that they can actually beat uh, the Democrat that they go against in the general election. And I mean, I just think, I think about even here at home, even here in Wisconsin, and how uh, I don't believe we chose the candidate that could win in the general election in the state Supreme Court race. And it's unfortunate, but... Uh, Elections do have consequences, and now we have to live with uh, the, well, the decisions that were made. So, well, hey, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. You also, God bless. And by the way, I voted today, and I recommend everybody else gets out there and votes today. Take somebody with you. Well done. Thank you for the reminder. I appreciate it. Yes, there is a there is early voting that began actually. What I believe it was on the sixth, and you can early vote for any primary. Uh, races, local races here in, well, wherever your community is. So check that out. So thank you. Thanks for the reminder, Lewis. Have a great day. You too. Good morning. 715-845-2155. Good morning. You're on with Meg. Hi, Meg. Um, quick, quick point to expand on Lewis there a little bit. Um, you, I, I think the big picture here, we're never going to get a conviction in the Senate. That's never going to happen, period. End of story. End of line. Conducting an impeachment 
will require hearing, will require evidence. And we're going to shine a whole lot of light a day on what's happening in these departments in the administration and create all kinds of political havoc. That's what this is all about. We're never going to get a conviction. Mayorkas isn't going away until Biden goes away. Period. I know. It's it's tragic. So I want to – what's your first name? Larry. Larry. You know what – seems to uh tr- well I, I shouldn't say seems to it what troubles me about and, and i guess it's much more obvious at the federal level is that our elected representatives in washington dc seem to spend an awful lot of time investigating one another <laughs> and and i mean as opposed to doing the work of the people and actually uh serving the the, the people yeah. in in the country and it, it seems like it's just one one investigation, one hearing, one, uh, I don't know, one impeachment against whomever. And it, it's its never ending. And, I, you know, I don't know what the solution well, is. I don't know if... if what is what if, is the definition of politics? <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, we should... To we make sh- other people look bad. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess that's I guess that's it. And uh, unfortunately, that's the, the racket uh, that we are, well, that we're stuck in, right? All right. Thank you, Meg. Thanks, Larry. I appreciate it. Uh, okay. Um, seven one five eight four five. I'm just gonna look to see if I have time to do this. Uh, yes. Well, all right. Nope, I don't. I'm sorry. I I got too many an obscene profit timeout to get to. I will take your calls after the uh, ten thirty news. So hold tight on the Meg Ellison show on WSAU.